Hello there, and welcome to the Rising Gems podcast, a podcast that is all about illuminating the upcoming energies of the week and enlightening all those who it affects. I am your host, Olivia Edward, with my co-host, Lisa Salvatore. <laughs> um, if I look a little bit familiar, you may know me personally from a show that I was on called Better Things for about seven years, um, or a show that I was on called Crazy Ex-Girlfriend around the same time. Um, but Another thing you probably already know, my dad's psychic medium, John Edward, um, him being my dad, my brother and I were raised in a very energetic household. Um, so we did pick up a lot of, of astrology and, you know, the subject matter naturally. But for the past, oh my God, is it a year and a half, two and a half years? Yeah, no, a year. I think a year. You do a year I and think a half. it was a year in January. So yeah, yeah year, almost that's a year crazy. and a half. I know. So for, yeah, like a year and a half, Lisa has been my mentor in all things astrology. We've covered what charts, tarot. A lot, um, yeah. A lot. Asteroids, Greek mythology, we've done a lot. Energy, yeah. We've done right, a lot. So, um, Lisa, how you feeling? Brief introduction. What, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I'm good. I'm glad I finally got more sleep from last week. Well, no, I got more sleep where last week I didn't get a lot because of the, the full moon, which we can talk about a little bit. I feel like a lot of this was one of the things where it was like, even if you didn't know about um, the Libra full moon or the symptoms you might have from that, everyone was affected by it. Like weird sleep, not a lot of it, just drained. It was a lot. Exhausting. And it's it's yeah. definitely a feeling of being like in between because, you know, we're in Aries season, right? Aries mm -hmm. is the first sign of the Zodiac. It's always when we start fresh. It's the astrological new year. But more than that, we're coming upon the eclipses. We have an eclipse on April 20th. We're already feeling the build up towards that. Uh, we had that powerful full moon in Libra just this past week. And there's just this energy of a lot of people feeling like, again, like they're in between, like they're, they're actually, I had an Aries client with a lot of Aries say to me, is it normal that I feel completely energized and ready to do things? And I said, yes, absolutely. Because this energy is working for you. But right. for a lot of the rest of us, it's not. <laughs> it's like flat lines, headaches, you know, stomach stuff, uh -huh. exhaustion, yes. just everything. And then, of course, we are hard on ourselves thinking we need to be doing more and needing to make all these decisions. And then that always makes it that much more challenging. But, you know, this week ahead is actually, I'm going to say, I don't want to jinx it, but it's kind of a lighter week. It's definitely a little bit more laid back, a little bit more positive vibes and more confident just it's about you know especially at the start of this week it's about staying the course and just focusing on what it is that we really want to do and okay. where we might need to take action for ourselves where we haven't been because it's aries it's aries energy so we have oh, yeah, it's nice, action. yeah exactly we have a lot of nice astrology this week well we have some decent things this week i should say some right. intensity of course because there always is but it's good to know about it so that you can just reflect. Mm -hmm. And that's really all you have to do with it when people give energy reports, astrology reports. It's really just so you know what is coming up. So if you do feel a certain way, you can put some context to it. Right. It's not gospel. You know, you may not feel everything that we say or that we, you or I experience that might be different for everybody. Right. And also, I mean, it's also because not everyone has the same chart, obviously. So the thing, yeah. what's, you know, what you have in Aries is not going to be what I have in Aries unless we are, you know, Correct. unless you're born at the exact well, same yeah. time. Well, yeah. So well, a little bit, rising. yeah. So a little bit of this little insight of why it's called rising gems, 
Lisa and I are both Gemini Risings, and I, it's also, congratulations to everyone watching, you get to see some of the Gemini madness that goes on <laughs> between us <laughs> when we talk every week. Sidebars, 10 different <laughs> just, conversations, but just random conversations. Yeah, no, it always gets it. back, which I think is, the, which I think is the, the, the best part of the Gemini Risings, so yes. I think that's good, we, but okay, so. We drive yeah, other yeah. people crazy, but we can follow. Yeah. No, but we can follow each other, and I think that's all sure. that really matters. Um, you know, Venus enters Gemini at actually uh, twelve forty-seven a.m. this mor- uh, Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning, okay. Gemini all right. until May seventh. So we'll all feel a little bit more busy and and more mentally engaged because that's that's good. Venus and Gemini—it's about mentally connecting with people and talking more, and it's just more of like a flexible, fun energy where mm-hmm. you just can go back and forth between topics. So again, collectively speaking, when the planets move into the next sign for however many weeks, the collective tone shifts with it, which is why we'll see like, you know, as you know, Olivia, like three or four weeks, people are more serious. And, you know, when Venus is in Taurus, people are more like into the luxury. They want to do more things for themselves. And Venus in Gemini is like, I always say it's like the bee buzzing. It just wants to be everywhere <laughs> and engage right. in everything and all the things. So now Venus is entering Gemini. Nice. conveniently today that we're doing this i know how how nice i love when it all plays out so i yep, mean what would you say is like for the because i know we kind of already went a little bit into the energy for the, for the upcoming week but if there was a specific thing to keep in mind or like a mantra or just a perspective to look at everything with what would you say that would sort of be so i'll use my one of my favorite quotes by joseph campbell take one step toward the gods and they will then take 10 towards you Ooh, I like the that. The reason why I'm saying that is because we have a really nice alignment, and many of you have probably heard about this, of Jupiter and the sun. It's called Kazemi, which basically means through the heart of the sun. So the sun in Jupiter, the sun in Aries is exalted. So the sun loves to be in the sign of Aries, does very well there. The sun shines very bright in the sign of Aries, and Jupiter is a very beneficial planet. So anything that Jupiter does errs more towards the side of positivity, but we have to take steps to receive what it is that we're going for and receive what it is that we want. And so that's why I mentioned earlier, it's so important to focus on what you want because of this strong Aries energy, because of the Sun-Jupiter conjunction, it's just a really nice, powerful, auspicious energy. It only happens once a year and this one's an Aries. So Aries, again, is the courageous fire sign that is gets things done, gets things started, doesn't really care. It just wants what it wants for itself. And so that's what we have to remember, of course, not to say be selfish, but to do for yourself. And the other piece of that is that we are dealing with some bumps with that because we still have Chiron in Aries, which is close to the sun and Jupiter. So Chiron could be reminding us or poking at us about something that bothers us, but that's even more fuel to focus on what we want and what might be blocking us that we may need to let go of to get what we want. So it's actually a pretty positive vibe. And yeah. the Jupiter-Sun conjunction, it's a great time to do a ritual if anybody wants to do that, nice. which could literally be as simple as journaling, you know, three sentences. I'm working at, towards this. I will have this, whatever it is for you. And even stronger if you're a Sagittarius or a Pisces, because that's Jupiter's Jupiter rules, Sagittarius and Pisces. Right. Also Aries. It's strong. It's powerful for everybody, just to be clear. But for those signs, it's going to be more enhanced. Again, just stay positive, but stay realistic. It's a really nice energy. So that's really the biggest piece of astrology this week and the most positive and productive piece of astrology. Nice. Yes. And a couple of more little things. 
is that we have Venus now in Gemini because Pluto is also now at zero degrees of Aquarius. I so love Venus. Pluto. You know, I love Pluto. I know, you do love Pluto. <laughs> we talk about Pluto a lot. We definitely do. Pluto is a powerhouse, which is why it's important to recognize what's happening in your life as Venus lines up with Pluto by a trine aspect, which is supportive. So that could be really nice for connections, contracts, contacts, anything new that you're doing. It's important to pay attention to the energy surrounding it because it's pretty powerful, pretty positive. And especially if your birthday is between January 20th and 22nd, because zero degrees of Aquarius, zero to two degrees, and for you even more so. So there's a lot of energy centered around contacts, connections of all kinds. So great for networking. It's great for, you know, new ideas. It's just a nice energy, but it can be intense when it comes to relationships. So things can come up that feel troublesome or heated up. And then as we move towards the weekend, that's going to kick up, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Venus is going to line up harshly with Saturn and Pisces. So again, reality check. It's right. not bad. It just means, hey, if something bruises you, if something's bothering you, it's important to really dig into that and communicate, Venus and Gemini, communicate so that it doesn't become Pluto and Aquarius and Saturn and Pisces, which can be very broody. We don't want that. No, and I feel like a lot of people when they hear, or people that, that know a, a bit about like what Saturn can do, I feel like they hear Saturn and they're like, oh no, oh, it's going to be that kind of week, which I don't feel like it, it exactly means I feel like if there is a blockage that Saturn I guess puts in front of you or something a, a lesson that you have to learn I feel like it's it's just yes. that it's a lesson that you have to learn and I right. feel like the productive energy of this week might actually help with that if it does come up so this might actually be a good time to encounter something like that because it may be a bit more smooth sailing if you do absolutely and just like you love Pluto right you know I love Saturn <laughs> Of course, I know you do <laughs> love Saturn. Yeah. So, and as much as I don't love Saturn, I do mm -hmm. love Saturn because Saturn is productive. He is a pain, but he, he is productive and he shows right. you what you're made of at the end right. of the day. And the nice thing about Venus and Gemini with Saturn and Pisces, even though they're harshly aspecting each other, is Venus and Gemini is all about the intellect and Saturn and Pisces is the intuition. So we've got the intellect and the intuition. So when you combine the two, you can come up with a nice solution. You just have to be reflecting and going into right. it instead of avoiding it because when you avoid it as we know Saturn will continue to bring it back uh -huh. until we get the lesson right, right. and that's right. the way that that works and one of the things that I always say is that if something because a question I receive often is how do I know if it's my intuition or my fear or if I'm if I should be doing this or if I shouldn't be doing this and I think I've even said this to you Olivia yeah when something comes toward us naturally we don't ask for it. And somebody approaches us and says, hey, want to do X, Y, and Z? Or you want to go here? And your instinct is, oh, I don't know if I can do that. I always say when it comes toward you, it's worth exploring because that's for you. It's coming toward you. If you're pushing for something and it's not happening organically, that's how you know, okay, maybe this isn't for me. Because if right. it were for me, there wouldn't be so many obstacles, blockages, limitations, or at least it's not for you at that moment. Mm -hmm. So that's a really good way of knowing, you know, hey, is this worth exploring or should I pump the brakes here? And we'll see yeah. a lot of that with Saturn. While Saturn's in Pisces, we have to really drop in and trust our intuition. 
Yeah, and I feel like that always that sort of perspective in general is always really good because I, I always thought it was funny how you can like watch a show and you know how you'll watch it and be like, how are they not like it's so easy to be objective when it's not you or it's when like it's not you. Look at the sign, it's right there. I feel like, and then you're in your own life and your own situation, and you're like, well, I, I guess I probably should have should have seen that, but it's yes. it's it's good to try, I guess, and tap into that more often. Absolutely. And it, it's hard to be your own psychic. You can't, I mean, you can, you can, but you can't. It's difficult it's like to be objective to, sometimes. Yeah. yeah, it is. Especially, especially when then your logic kicks in and you start thinking about every reason why it could be this way or couldn't be this way. It's just, right. it, you need, you need that outside perspective or the objective right. perspective to help you, to help you through it. Yeah. And then I guess, so now we're, so we're in, we're in every season right now, and then we're mm -hmm. going to be moving towards Taurus season towards the end of April, beginning of May. Yes. So, so Taurus season. Like a little sneak peek into that. So Taurus season will be uh, April twentieth is when the sun enters Taurus, okay. right after the eclipse. So we have that powerful eclipse at twenty nine degrees of Aries, and that's going to be very powerfully felt energetically. Okay. Again, it's just this feeling of accomplishing things, letting things go moving things forward. And with eclipse energy, it's important to remind people not to be scared because I know a lot of people fear eclipses. Because they're powerful. And they're pretty intense. They, they are. But the best way to harness that energy is rest. Mm -hmm. Truly, like you don't just remember that eclipses will stir up whatever's already there. That's why a lot of times there's abrupt endings, beginnings, because it's already in the works. And so they are fated times of energy, so of, of circumstances. So things are going to happen, you know, one way or the other. And the worst thing you could do is fear it. Right. It's more about surrender and trusting that what's for you will be for you. Right. And what isn't is going to, to go. And sometimes, unfortunately, the way that it leaves might not be what you would have chosen for yourself. But in retrospect, when you look back, it's the way it needed to be for your soul's growth, essentially. Right. And There's also that lot of fear. That. Yeah. And also that fear can also, depending on what the energy is, if you, if you, give into that too much you don't want to manifest that because that's even, absolutely because that's even worse because then you could think i was right to fear that meanwhile it's the constant energy you put into it put yeah. into that that caused it but yeah no eclipses yeah. are are definitely intense i think i remember because i usually the main rituals that i've ever done was the new moon where you man the manifesting and then you yeah. burn it or you just you know write it down um or you could do the full moon releasing anything but i remember yeah. i when i was younger i didn't know if there was one i forgot for eclipse and i was like i asked someone i was like should i do this during the eclipse and they're like no it's like no that's all good yeah. you don't have to I was like it's it's really intense so you can just chill this one out i was like okay yes. <laughs> and it's important to remember that our physical bodies absolutely get affected by the moon oh cycles. yeah oh and absolutely especially with eclipses headaches are huge big one not for everybody but a lot of people will experience headaches stomach aches, you know, nausea, just feeling off, like your equilibrium's off, ears ringing more, you know, things like that. And it's very strong energy. Yeah. So it's, it's important to, to take care of your body. And that's really what you need to be doing. You need to be honoring your body, taking care of yourself, resting, honoring your emotions and surrendering to what, what is coming in for you. And also what is exiting entrances and exits that's eclipse energy and again it's important to remember it's not just the day of like april 20th it's already right. in effect and yeah. then you know six months down the line out on the other side of it you know it's not going to be like one day and it, it could and be poof, that way but yeah. usually it's over a span of time right that's why i'm such a huge fan of journaling because we'll forget you know we always forget 
unless it's like those really pivotal moments, but most of the time we forget the day to day. Right. So it's important to even two sentences, just jot it down so you can remember that when you reflect back, you see what, where you were and how much has actually shifted. Yeah. How far you've come. And I think, I think especially if you're someone who either has, you know, obviously depending on your chart and what, where your planets are and what signs, I think that you might even feel some of those things, you know, physically, mentally, or just the energy maybe even a little bit earlier, depending on, you might feel it like, you know, a few days before, maybe like a week before, depending on, you know, how obviously how powerful it is or how, how right. sensitively you're feeling it, yeah. um, which has always been, which has always been really interesting. Yes. And it's important to note that the people that have later degrees of the cardinal signs, which are Aries, Libra, Capricorn, and Cancer, and then the earlier degrees of fixed signs, which is Taurus, Scorpio, Leo, and Aquarius, that group is going to be feeling this energy the strongest because that's where this eclipse is going to be straddling between like those earlier degrees of the fixed and then the later degrees of the cardinal. So, you know, and again, that could be positively powerful it doesn't right. have to be anything negative it's just strong that's the thing is it's it's a lot of energy and we're going to have mercury retrograde since you asked about as we move into mm-hmm. Taurus season so mercury will station retrograde april 20th 20th okay yep april 20th or 21st i'm sorry i don't have it my paper in front of me but i think it's the 21st yeah um and so mercury is going to station retrograde in taurus for a few weeks until may 14th and it's only going to be in Taurus because the retrogrades last year went between two signs uh, and also two different elements. So that kind of makes it feel more uh, wonky. So again, I don't want to jinx anything, but you know, <laughs> let's remember that Taurus rules over many things, but finances is one, the earth, okay, weather, so money. Right. So we may see a little bit of, you know, some stuff there, delays, okay. blunders, things of that nature while Mercury is retrograde in Taurus, but it's only going to be retrograde in Taurus. So it's not right. moving you know, into another sign, which is kind of helpful. So it should so be cons- a little bit of consistent, no, no matter what the energy is, it should be more consistent of just that energy rather than different types of. I hope so. It might be yeah. more consistently annoying, but it's, it's going to be consistently <laughs> it's something. Consistent, yes. yeah, definitely yes. for sure. <laughs> yes, especially because it's on all my Taurus stuff. So I'm a little bit like, Ooh, oh God. So sorry. So, yeah. I think the only Murray's thing I. to make sure everything's organized, like extra organized. Yeah, I think okay, the only thing yeah. I think the only thing that would directly affect should just be my Taurus moon, which I feel like that'll I mean, that's listen, I'll take it. I just know you have a, you have a bit in Taurus. A bit. I do. Yeah. yeah. So right around the degrees that the retrograde will be strongest. That'd be so. Great. It's we'll all good. Back, yeah. We'll I, check again, back in for that. <laughs> right. I try not to focus on what could go wrong, because then I feel like I'll bring that in. I'll right. Create it. So I try to just focus on the constructive side. Okay, well, what can I do to avoid, you know, my computer crashing or, you know, anything right. that I can avoid, leaving extra time, extra space. Also very important while Mercury's retrograde. Just just know it's there and give yourself a little bit of extra space and more importantly, a little bit extra grace and compassion because, you know, we're all doing the best that we can. And I think we tend to forget that. We're very hard on ourselves. We're very hard on each other. Yeah. So especially this week, as we move into the weekend, it's important to remember with Venus squaring Saturn, just be a little more easy on yourself, of course, but also on the people in your life, because everybody's feeling this, you know, it's a little bit, it's a lot right now. It's wonky, yeah. it's a little bit wonky. So there's definitely yeah. a lot of, of things going on. Positively speaking, Saturn is at three degrees of Pisces and the North Node and South Node 
Taurus and Scorpio, Saturn's harmonizing with that axis, which speaks to the future, right? That's the North Node, the collective destiny, our own personal destiny, and the South Node's what we're letting go of, letting go to grow. So that's this energy. It's like, where can I let go to grow? That's really important. And the fact that Saturn is harmonizing with the nodal axis is extremely helpful. So even if we feel what we have some blockages, blockage, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Even if we feel like we have some blockages, I can't speak to it. Mercury in shadow. So even if we feel like we have some of those blockages, stoppages, you know, reroutes, whatever it is, try to go into it looking at it like okay well this is actually better for me right how can i grow it's not work that way exactly so let me try to move around it to make it work for me better so that i can work within this energy instead of fighting it every step of the way and making it harder on myself so and you know it's yeah so i think that's that's kind of like the gist of the whole week yeah um i think that the jupiter sun conjunct jupiter is just lovely it's such a nice yeah that's nice it's yeah, and it's it's going to permeate the whole week. It's not going to just be you know we're already under it right now. It's we're going to feel it the strongest Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So it's it's just a nice positive energy to be with, to sit well, with. I'm happy. Yeah. I'm happy with that. <laughs> I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> yes, me too. Me too. We need some lightness. We need some goodness, right? Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And again, as as the next few weeks roll out there there is going to be this feeling of accelerated motion and it already actually feels and i'm sure you've experienced this as well where all of a sudden you turn around and it's like seven o'clock at night and you're just like whoa where did the whole day go and you do like all these things and you just turn around and it's that's it's going to be more like that it's just going to really feel pumped up Mm -hmm. and so remember to, again, like I always say, not to sound like anybody's mother, but drink a lot of water, take <laughs> uh-huh. care of your physical body, rest with, you know, we don't win points for constantly being, I'm telling myself this too, Gemini rising, going, we don't stop. It's really important to remember to stop every day, a couple minutes, even five minutes, an hour, whatever it is, and drop in and just pay attention to what you're feeling. And, you know, honor that because there's a lot going on right now and let's not even forget of course with the craziness of the outside world we have to make sure we're taking care of this this is the most important piece right because without that we can't we can't do anything out there right yeah so it's really important well i think i think that's a good little brief insider on what you should be expecting for this week it's definitely going to be a nice hope i'm it's, it's definitely productive energy Nice yes. light week. It should be good. Um, mm-hmm. And there's also. And, sorry. <laughs> Think go. about just ask yourself, what do I want to create for myself? What is my vision? Because this is the week where you really want to focus on what that is for you. And if you know astrology more, even if you don't, you can always look at your transits right now. I have tutorials right on my YouTube. Super easy to find. This Salvatore. Uh, where you can locate Jupiter in your birth chart, you can hit transits, you can see where Jupiter, where this conjunction is taking place for you by where Aries falls in your chart. Because then you can focus on that area and go even more into that, depending on what house, what area of life that this energy is going to fall for you. If you wanted to do a little extra with it. Yeah, and, Ju- and it would also be, it also be interesting to look at where their Jupiter is because whatever wherever their Jupiter would be, it would be if if um it, it would be expanding whatever's or whatever energy is already around that. So Yes. That could also give them a little hint into how these transits might affect that as well. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And to set, because wherever Aries would fall in our chart, even if we don't have planets there, it shows 
where that Aries energy is. So that would right. be an area for you where you would would need to take charge more, where you could take charge more and look at that. And that would be where you would set your intentions. Yeah. So it's, it's a good, it's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. Just to, it's just a little more, you know, what do you want to create? What do you want to bring in for yourself? Where do you need to maybe stand up for yourself more Aries, right? Where are you not defending what's yours? You know, there's a lot of different things. Not everybody has that, you know, fiery take charge energy. Right. So they need a little bit of a push and this will be that push. Yeah. The fire will be felt for sure. And then we move into earth soon into Taurus. So, you know, that's kind of like total shift Ground, in energy. More grounded, more, I'll be nice. Yeah. More laid back. Yeah. More laid back. Um, mm-hmm. But, but still there's a lot going on in Taurus season too. So there's a lot. This is, this is definitely big energies. But I think so. that, I think it's, I think, I think it's good that, you know, starting off with the more, I guess, the good energy we get to start off with for the first podcast, it's nice to get into that. And then we can, yes. I guess, talk about the, how the eclipses turn up next week. But I think definitely this should be, thank you so much for, thank you so much yeah. for tuning in to the Rising Gems. Um, if you want to find me on social media, I am LadyLivy125 on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, unless I'm forgetting any. Lisa, what about you? I am Lisa A. Salvatore on Instagram and on TikTok. I'm Salvatoris. Yes. And on Facebook, it's, I am trying to change this, but they don't get back to me. It's, I think it's Lisa Salvatore Wellness. That's where you have to find me, but I'm trying to change that. I don't know why it's, it's not letting me change it, but that's where I am at right now. And I think that's all that I have. My YouTube is my name, Lisa Salvatore. Yeah, and tune into her TikTok where I'm going to be forcing her to do TikTok lives every now and then. You know, it's funny you said that because I twice this past week I was gonna go live and I was like, Were you really just I was, but I was like, I'm just so tired. I don't that's fair. I don't know if I could do it. I'm so tired. I was honoring my my myself (laughs) last week because I really wanted to, but I just I was just spent, so I didn't. Yeah. But But I will, definitely. Yeah. And I think that that should be wrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. See ya. Bye.